If you want to be a healthy woman with strength and energy for years to come, then you and I need to huddle up and talk about burnout and overtraining. Whether you think you're at risk for this right now or not, you need to hear this because I want to be able to check in on you when you're 80 years old and see that you're still crushing it. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. There's one story that stands out vividly in my mind as the first time I was introduced to this idea of overtraining. So back in college, as a senior in the exercise science department, we got to do site visits of places like sports performance facilities and cardiac rehab centers and PT offices and super clinical places that were doing applied exercise physiology. And one facility worked with high-end athletes, mostly endurance athletes because we were in Seattle. So in Seattle, running and cycling and triathlons, it was extremely popular. So at this facility, they did a lot of metabolic testing and VO2 max testing, you know, the things with all the tubes and all the fancy stuff. And that's the first place I ever had like my true resting metabolic rate taken. It was really interesting. Anyway, when we visited, there was one woman in there that was perhaps 35 years old. But she looked really odd because she was moving around like an 80-year-old. She was really fragile, very careful, slow movements, and she was constantly being monitored. And she chatted with us for a little bit, which was great. And she explained to us that she was in the process of rehabbing her body from overtraining syndrome. And it had taken her a year to get to where she was at now. Like she had been worse. And she had been an elite marathoner several years prior to this. And unfortunately, she had pushed her body way past all the warning signals and well beyond the point of no return. And her body was so stressed out that it simply just shut down. And the process of returning to a normal, healthy individual was going to take years of careful monitoring by like rehab professionals and just this like gentle coaxing and like hyper-focused, diligent effort just so she could function like a normal human being again, let alone run again. Now, my guess is that you're not an elite marathoner, (laughs) right? Maybe you are. I don't know. Let me know if you are. I'm curious. But even still, you could be pushing your body in ways that are ignoring all the warning signals and you're on the verge of burning out or even worse, overtraining and overtraining syndrome. And my mission always is, I I just really want to help you love your body and to steward it well so that you're strong and healthy and effective in life for years to come. And I want to make sure that every single day you have balance, you have moderation, so that you're not underdoing it and getting unhealthy. We talk about that a lot. But I also want to make sure that you're not overdoing it. 
and getting unhealthy in that way too. Think of it like a pendulum. Okay, a pendulum can swing really far one direction or the other. In one direction, you're underdoing it. Like never working out, never training, never paying attention to your health and your habits. If it goes really far in the other direction, that's equally extreme and equally not healthy for you where you're overdoing it and doing too much. So today I'm going to teach you the signs and the symptoms of overtraining and burnout and how to avoid it so that you can be doing this for years to come. So you have a sustainable health journey. That word sustainable, I know is so popular these days, but I know that's really what you want. You want to be able to see yourself doing this 5, 10, 15 years from now, right? So making sure that you don't get burnt out and that you don't overtrain is crucial to making sure that this is sustainable for you. Okay, we got to talk about the superwoman status to start with. Through all my years coaching women, I've seen and often admired, actually, the superwoman status. This is kind of having this like go-getter spirit, the sometimes what I call the hold my beer or the hold my baby attitude of like, hey, here's something cool and crazy and a little outside my comfort zone to do, but you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it, I'm going to try it anyway. And I think our culture today really helps foster that attitude of, you know, there, there are no limits for women. We can do so much today. And it's this ingrained idea inside of us, like I, I deeply know that I'm capable of so much. And I want to work hard and I want to push myself and I want to do it to the very best of my ability. And I think that's wonderful. (laughs) I think it's great. And I think there's so much of um, God in that too, of saying like, you are amazing. Like you are capable of absolutely incredible things as a woman. And while this superwoman spirit inside of us is amazing, it can lean over the edge and it can eventually cause you to fall off the cliff. And it's this spirit of being a superwoman that, that does it all and tries to do it perfectly. It will compel you to do more, to take on more, to push harder. And especially in workouts, we see this a lot. Like if I'm going to carve out the time to train, it needs to leave me feeling sore, sweaty, and blasted. And unfortunately, I think CrossFit culture has fostered this attitude of go hard or go home. And we have this attitude that, you know, I'm not good enough if I don't leave it all on the floor when I walk away from that workout. If I can't take a picture of the outline of my back on the floor, (laughs) you know, after that workout, it wasn't a worthy workout. And we see the same superwoman spirit in nutrition too, right? If I'm going to eat better and clean up my eating habits, it needs to involve cutting out everything bad, dialing in my macros, experimenting with intermittent fasting, piling in all the supplements. And in our minds, we turn like good nutrition into next level nutrition, like hyper dialed in. And we have to recognize when the desire to do things well and to challenge ourselves and push ourselves outside of our comfort zone and to get better, we have to recognize when that desire simply goes too far. And there's a line that gets crossed where you're no longer like satisfied and content with the simple joys of the habit itself and just a job well done. And it starts to turn into greed 
and pride. And I want more. I want more. I got to push it harder and harder. And, and this becomes our identity and our sense of pride. And we can boast in the sense of like, look at that sweaty outline on, on the floor. Like in all things in your health and fitness journey, your actions, they all start with your heart and your mindset. We can talk about burnout and overtraining all day long and like the signs and symptoms, but if you still have this mentality of like, I have to go hard or go home, then you're always going to be risking it. So I want you to just see like, man, that has been my attitude and it's causing me to fall off the cliff and I got to learn how to be content. Okay, so what is burnout and what is overtraining? So they're similar, but a little different. Okay, so burnout is more of an emotional state. It impacts your mood, kind of your desires and your drive. When you burn out, you feel like you don't care and you don't want to care. You just want to quit. It's more of this like mental attitude. Whereas overtraining, this is like a physical state. So this is how all of your body's systems respond to too much stress. And there are two mechanisms that are in play. And actually, there's a really great article from Precision Nutrition that I will link to in the show notes that I highly encourage you to go read, um, especially if you think you're actually physically overtraining. But it's got a great analogy for understanding overtraining. And the analogy is just picturing the way a car works, okay? So you've got two main mechanisms that are in play with overtraining. You've got your central nervous system and local fatigue, okay? Central nervous system. This is like the electrical system in the car. And it regulates your engine and all of the main functions in the car. If the engine in the car revs too high for too long, it's going to trigger the sensors and it shuts it all down. We actually have a truck that literally it calls it limp mode <laughs> and it will shut down pretty much everything. So you can only drive 20 miles per hour. And if like a handful of sensors go off, like uh, all of these systems in the car are not functioning the way they're supposed to, it will trigger limp mode. And you're kind of screwed, especially if you're, you know, 100 miles from where you're trying to go and you are now forced to go 20 miles per hour. So this is kind of what your central nervous system does with overtraining. It dramatically reduces the nerve impulses throughout your body, like your entire electrical system so that you can't move much. It's like going into literal limp mode. Even if you want to, even if you try, you can't and you start moving around like someone that's far older and less functional than you actually are this is the central nervous system and then we've got the other thing like local fatigue this is with the car analogy this is kind of like running out of gas like your systems are so depleted of energy and fuel that your muscles can't heal, you feel tired, lethargic, weak, and you're constantly sore. So this is kind of like what's happening directly in the muscles. It's not like a full system thing. It's a little bit more local to the muscles themselves. So burnout and overtraining very often go hand in hand, but not necessarily. Okay, you can be mentally and emotionally burnt out from your routine, from eating healthy, from working out, but you still have a well-running engine. Like your body is doing okay. 
but you're just mentally burnt out. You could also be physically overtrained, but still have the mental and emotional drive to get after it. You're not emotionally burnt out. And this actually might be the most dangerous (laughs) because you don't have that mental check on how hard you continue to push. And many high-level athletes don't have that mechanism that causes them to say, like, we need to pump the brakes. Like, emotionally, mentally, we need to pump the brakes. They, they just don't have that in them. And I know a lot of women that are former athletes that they're like, yeah, I don't have that in me. If I show up, I'm going to get after it. I have such strong emotional and mental drive that I keep hurting my body. Okay, so those are kind of, that's burnout and overtraining, all right? So what are some of the signs and symptoms? Let's start with the burnout piece, okay? Some signs and symptoms of burnout, and we've done a whole podcast episode on this where I was interviewing Deanna Mason, who spends a lot of work on coaching women through burnout, mental burnout. Um, And I will link that episode in the show notes. But some major symptoms of that emotional and mental burnout is just feeling depressed. Um, You just feel like melancholy. You lack your sense of passion and that original desire to do the thing. You know, you kind of start operating like a robot. You're just checking off boxes and functioning mechanically rather than with this sense of desire and passion. You're often forgetful in other things. You know, simple tasks and responsibilities start falling through the cracks. And I've experienced this in my life too. Several years ago, I was really on the verge of burnout and I was like missing appointments. I would have appointments booked and I would just like forget, like completely forget. And then this other symptom of being irritable and constantly overwhelmed, I felt that too. It was like every little thing would irritate me and significantly overwhelm me far more than anything. You know, it was like, oh my goodness, I have another blog post I have to write. I don't think I can do it. I don't know what to do. And it's just this like sense of significant overwhelm. And so those are some pretty common signs of just being mentally and emotionally burnt out. And one question I always ask clients when I get to talk with them one-on-one and when I can help them put together a routine is I always ask them, okay, we got this routine in place now. How does this feel to you? Does this feel doable? You know, when we're looking at it on the paper, does this feel doable to you or does it overwhelm you at all? Is there anything in you that you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I feel a little overwhelmed when I look at it because I want to make sure that even if it looks just fine and balanced on paper, I, I don't want it to emotionally overwhelm you because you could have a lot of other stressful things going on in your life to the point that doing just one workout a week could put you into burnout mode. Okay, so. Pay attention to any of those signs and symptoms of burnout. Now, let's talk about the signs and symptoms of overtraining. Okay, stop for a second. I just want to acknowledge that nobody's perfect. Nobody has perfect eating and exercise habits. I even splurge almost every day and miss a workout here and there. However, you might be feeling that you're so far off track right now and your body is really starting to feel it. This isn't just one or two missed workouts here and there or a splurge meal every so often. This is maybe months off from making any kind of consistent effort and your body is starting to talk back. 
All right, before you go do some sort of extreme overhaul, I have a free five-day guide that I wanna give you that's gonna help you get back on track with some simple daily challenges. I'm giving you some of my best eating tips, my favorite stretches, and more that will really help you jumpstart some simple good habits, totally doable, and your body will instantly thank you for it. And I wanna give it to you for free, all right? Just go to vigeofit.com slash tips to sign up. That's vigeofit.com slash tips, or you can hit up the link in the show notes and I'll immediately send you the first day's healthy tips. You're gonna love it. Now let's talk about the signs and symptoms of overtraining. These are far more physical. Um, Some of them are emotional, but most of them are physical, okay? So you're gonna experience some major highs and lows with your blood sugar, like big ups and downs, where you just feel like it's all over the place. And that, of course, is gonna lead to like severe food cravings, like maybe even trouble controlling your eating altogether. Um, And then big mood swings because of that sugar up and down thing. Also, you're going to have some depression and anxiety or racing thoughts. Those can be part of the burn. I would put those also in the burnout category, both categories. With overtraining, you might even have symptoms of like your sleep is getting affected. You have trouble sleeping. You can't sleep deeply at night or maybe you wake up periodically throughout the night um, or wake up really, really early. You might even have lower metabolism because your thyroid hormones are getting all messed up. Disrupted sex hormones. So it's going to have, you're, you're going to experience less mojo overall. And in women, especially for you, you might even notice like irregular or missed menstrual cycles. Okay. More inflammation all over your body. Everything just feels like it's constantly inflamed and you have this like chronic pain in your joints and a feeling that things aren't being lubricated well and you're you're constantly getting injured. Everything is just kind of always hurt and feeling fatigued and you're also catching colds and getting sick. Okay, now <laughs> hold up just a second. I know many of those things I just mentioned are also some of the same symptoms of perimenopause. <laughs> Okay, so if you know that, all right, I I have a lot of those same symptoms, but I'm not like training really hard and intense all the time. Like those could be symptoms of perimenopause, not overtraining. Where it gets really tricky is if you're someone who's in your 40s or 50s and you're like, I'm always training really hard and intense and I know I'm going through perimenopause, so I'm not quite sure where these symptoms are coming from, but it's a really good indication like, all right, I got to just pay attention a little bit more to my body. Be more in tuned. Be more gracious with it. Okay, so how can you avoid burnout and overtraining? Man, friend, we got to just wisely manage the stresses in your life. Let's start with your exercise, okay? Exercise is a stressor. It's usually a good one, but you still need to recognize that when you exercise, your body is given something that it now has to heal from. It has to recover. And we need it to we need to help it do that. And if you exercise intensely or you do it often, like you're working out every day, you're adding stress to a body that might already be stressed out from other stuff in your life. Like work stress or relationships or constant travel or late nights maybe even the stresses of poor nutrition 
So a really simple way to know if a workout is really intense is if you need to take a shower afterward. <laughs> if you just worked out and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot go back to work like this. I can't even go to the grocery store like this. Like I am sweating really hard. I'm really sweaty. I'm really hot. Lots of heavy breathing and my muscles are quivering a little bit right? That's a good indication that that workout was really intense. So whenever you do a really intense workout like that, which is fine from time to time, okay? When you do it, you need to be creating as many buffers and utilize as many recovery tactics as possible, okay? With with that workout and then surrounding that workout. So you got to make sure that you have a proper warm-up and a proper cool-down. Don't just get in and get out. Take the time to ease into it and ease out of it. Make sure you've got proper workout nutrition, especially around those workouts. I'll talk about that more in just a second. You got to balance out your workouts throughout the week too. You can't be working out like that every single day. With those kinds of workouts where you're really sweaty, your muscles are quivering, lots of heavy breathing, lots of heat, we need to follow that up with active recovery workouts where they're body weight only. They don't require any equipment. You're not lifting heavy loads. It involves some dynamic stretching, which is gonna encourage full ranges of motion and good mobility for all of your joints, full length of your muscles. That would be a really good active recovery workout. Passive recovery. (laughs) This is like taking a complete day off. Both are really important throughout the week is to have active recovery workouts where you're actively recovering, you're doing more of a stretching routine and passive recovery. This is a full day off. I need you to have at least one of these every week. And then you need to balance out your workouts throughout the month. A lot of people with workout routines, they're going hard every time. You know, they're pulling this off of YouTube, they're doing this person's workout routine and it's, you know, they're showing up to the gym and it's like, oh, this is the workout of the day and it's like really hard. Like that's gonna, that's a surefire way to lead to burnout and and overtraining, okay? So throughout the month, you need to have an easy week, follow that up with like more of a moderate week and then another moderate week, maybe a little bit harder and then a hard week, like one hard week of the month, okay? And then bump it back down to an easy week after that. So you have this like periodized rhythm throughout the week, okay? So that's how you can avoid overtraining and burnout with the exercise side of things. Nutrition, let's talk about that for just a second. You have to understand that under eating and food restriction of any kind is a stressor, whether that's calorie restriction, meal, whole meal restriction, or macro restriction. So I want you to start to train your brain to think more. Okay, if on the workout side of things, we're thinking less, <laughs> don't go so quite so hard all the time. On the nutrition thing side of things, I want you to think more. I need to eat more protein, more meals, more produce, more variety, more of the good stuff. Make sure that you're eating enough, okay? Eat to 80% fullness. Don't stop at 50%. I'm sorry, but a banana and a string cheese is not a lunch. A yogurt and a handful of carrots is not 
lunch. That is a surefire way to stress your body because you're simply not getting enough nutrients. I want you to be eating a minimum of 100 grams of protein a day. I have lots of podcast episodes on protein and how to make sure that you're getting enough. Okay, so we're bumping up all of the good stuff. We're eating more of the good nutrients. Limit your junk food too. Junk food, it does nothing to fuel and heal your body. And in fact, it does create more inflammation. It causes a little bit more stress in your body. I don't want you to be intense about it. I don't want you to be like, I got to cut out everything because that's stressful. But usually having just like one intentional splurge a day is still going to keep you on track with all of your goals without being stressful on your body one way or another. Okay. Once again, you got to pay attention to that workout nutrition. I mentioned that we were going to talk about this in just a second, but especially on your high intensity workout days, on those days where you're left feeling like you need to take a shower. Okay. Those are the days that you need to really pay attention to your workout nutrition. I'm not saying like, hey, when you go out for a walk and come back, this is really important. No, this is, this is like the high intensity days, okay? Eat a full meal with protein, produce, some grains or other starchier types of carbs in the hour or so following your workout. If you can't do that, eat a meal as soon as you're able to, But at least, like if you know it's going to be several hours till your next meal, at least have a protein shake, maybe with a banana. That would get you that protein and the produce or the good healthy carbs as soon as you can. Okay, so that's how we can make sure your nutrition is in a place where your body is not getting burnt out and overtrained. A couple other things to consider, get enough sleep. Okay, make sure that your body is resting and sleeping I want you to also be playing the give and take game with other stressors in your life. All right. So if it was a really stressful day, maybe, you know, work was just nuts or the kids were so stressful or you've got some other thing going on, maybe a super hard, intense workout is not the best idea for that day. And then I want to make sure that you're having fun and that you have the ability to drop it, to take a few days off and not panic. You need to be able to go on vacation and not feel like you need to be working out every day and not feel like you need to be counting your macros every day. You need to be able to step away and know that you're not falling off the wagon. (laughs) You're still staying moderate and balanced, but you're able to have fun. Now, a really good example of all of this in action is actually how I design every workout program that I create. So you can be confident that any program of mine that you hop into, I'll make sure that it's well balanced and you won't overtrain. Okay, so if you're like, I don't know if I can do this myself, like just sign up for one of my programs and you don't want to and you won't have to worry about it. So I'll use just the Strong Mamas coaching program as the perfect example. Okay, so every month I give the members in my program a new set of workouts to do rotates every month so that it's staying fresh it's staying fun you get the variety but everything is intentional 
It's not just a group of hard, random hit workouts for the month designed to burn the most fat or whatever. Okay, it always follows like a four week balance. Like week one is all about learning. So it's easy. Week one is always easy. Week two, we build on what you learn. So it steps up just a little bit harder. Week three, one more step up from that. Week four, that's where we hit it hard because you're ready. You've learned, you know the exercise as well. You know the rhythm, you know the flow. You can push it hard that week and then you get a new month. And it goes back to the week one level of intensity. And then also throughout the week, you have different workout days. You've got workout A and workout B. Those ones always include the weights. That's where we really push it. Those are the ones that are going to cause the most stress on your body. But then we have workout C, which doesn't have any equipment. It's body weight only. It's not as intense. And then you have the magic workout D. (laughs) This one is that stretching, the full body, the recovery. And I always encourage women like, let's plug this in in between those A, B, and C workouts, okay? So with that program, I make sure that you never run into that risk of overtraining and you never burn out because it's not like, oh my gosh, here I'm showing up again to a really intense workout and it's the same really hard, intense workout I've been doing for six weeks in a row and I'm just burnt out on this. It's not fun. I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, so the big idea here is that I want you to still be superwoman, okay, but be wise, okay, and remember that your body and even your mind, it's not a machine, Okay, don't forget that God intentionally designed an off day (laughs) for us humans in the form of Sabbath, right? Does he need it? No, but we do. Okay, because with off days, with intentional rest, you can operate at your best and be highly productive and effective for a long time, for sustainable time. Okay, so your action steps now. Here's what I want you to take away from this. I want you to think through through that list of the signs and the symptoms of burnout and overtraining. And if you are able to check off a bunch of those things, figure out all the ways that you have been doing overdoing it. Pushing too hard, going over the cliff too much into that superwoman mode. Get a better workout plan that has intentional rest and recovery built into it get on a better nutrition plan that's not restrictive and be a superwoman that takes naps (laughs) okay (laughs) all right friend i want the very best for you i want you to feel healthy and strong for a long time thank you so much for joining me this week it was so fun to have you here with me i hope you learned something, be sure to pass this on to a mom friend that you think could use this wisdom too. Okay. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll meet you back here on Friday for a shorty Ask Megan episode. Don't forget, if you have a question for me, you can always just go to vigeofit.com slash ask and submit your question. I'll answer it for you. Until then, be strong. Be strong.